Warning, this podcast is intended for mature audiences only. The podcast will contain adult language and subject matter. It is not suitable for all listeners and ages. Your personal discretion is advised. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up, because it's news to time. Welcome back, everybody. Joining me, as always, is proud Zune owner, Benjamin Orr. Yes, hello, hello. Yes, that's the one. The one with the Zune. The, all three of us in the world, you know. Mm, all three of us. Uh, uh, exciting news on the Pokemon Go front, Ben. I caught a Pokemon this weekend. I didn't even know you had it, so congratulations. I, I just did it one time, and I said, good enough, and moved on. It looked like a purple rat. Oh, Rattata. Uh, sure, why not? Um, it was while I was in uh, Washington, D.C. for my sister-in-law's wedding, which was very beautiful, but my other sister-in-law taught me about Pokemon Go, or at least how to catch a Pokemon. Uh, and I did catch said Pokemon and then said, all right, I get this, and then I was done. I'm curious, which starter did you pick? Uh, boy, I gotta be honest with you, I really don't remember. Um, boy. It's a great question. It was very late, and I don't recall. Drinking may have been involved. I'm not shocked. Yeah, it was a wedding. It's just going to happen. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really recall, but I, um, I walked around till we found Ratatouille, or whatever you call them, Ratapat-Tat, and uh, I, f- I flicked the ball at him, as uh, you are supposed to do, and captured the Pokemon and said, cool, I get, I get this, and then I was like, I'm out. Oh, but there's so much more to it than just that. It seems it. it <laughs> All right, I want you to take this in the spirit which it's intended. I don't mean for it to sound really horrible, but it kind of is. To me, and you can you can correct me if, if I'm off on this, but I don't know that I am. It seems to me that what you're doing is you're capturing wild animals and then forcing them to fight to the death. Is that a fair assessment? We're supposed to bond with them. Okay, so, oh, so even better. So I bond with them, then when they die in the ring, I, it's t- ten times as painful? <laughs> oh, God. Have I, have, I wrapped, have I wrapped my brain around Pokemon, Ben? <laughs> Is that the basis of this game? Is that I'm supposed to catch these creatures, fall madly in love with them, then throw them, and then, like, Michael Vick just throw them into a ring and hope for the best? You've just, like, destroyed my childhood. I don't know what to tell you, man, but that's basically what I gathered from Pokemon, <laughs> is that that's effectively what it is. So I just went, all right, I'm done. Because I asked her, I was like, all right, so I caught the Pokemon, now what? She was like, well, now you keep him, and he, you know, he gets bigger, and then you fight. I'm like, what do you mean you fight? She was like, he fights another creature. And I was like, that doesn't seem very nice. But is that, is that what it is? I just catch it, I like nurture it, make it grow, make it stronger, and then I'm like, all right, now go kill some stuff. Well, they don't kill each other, they just knock each other out. Well, sure, because it's a video game by Nintendo, they don't kill each other, but... mm, Come on. We're all adults here. This is an adult podcast. Well, no, seriously, they don't kill each other. Well, there are instances, because in Lavender Town, there is a graveyard for Pokemon. Ah, Ben. So naive. That's just what they want you to think. Those Pokemon, they they definitely die. Oh, no, no. There is a... um, There is a... um, One of the the Pokemon you caught, um, actually, there's his evolved form was belonging to a trainer in one of, I think, one of the shows, one of the games, and he actually died, the Pokemon that he had. 
So when you go and see him in the game, he's actually at the tower mourning the loss of his Pokemon. So yeah, they they can't die, but I mean, nine times out of ten, they don't. But there's always that one time. Yes, I mean it's possible. Mm-hmm. 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 So uh, yeah, I can't do that. I can't bond with a fake creature, then send him to his death over and over again. Well, he's not going to die if he's really good. Well, maybe he won't be really good. How do you know I'm going to be good at Pokemon training? This is also true. I might be the worst Pokemon trainer that's ever lived, and then I'm just sending them to their death every time. I think at some time they would be like, stop. I don't think they would. Pokemon wants me to keep playing. They would never let me stop. It's like if you if you get the new Madden and you pick the Browns, that's your choice. This is a this is a mistake that you made out the gate. Can't blame anybody else for that. That's a low blow. I don't know what you want me to say. They they're going to be terrible. Oh, I know they're sure. going to be terrible, and it's just hilarious yeah. watching people's reactions around here. Oh, are they a little a little on edge this week? Well, no, but I'm Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin going to be league MVP. I mean, I don't want to make any bold predictions here, but sure, sure, yeah, probably he probably won't be. Let, let's uh... just say if they get over that two win hump, I think they're going to be okay. Ooh. I think that they're going to get three this year. I think I think three and thirteen is that maybe even four and twelve whoa, just based on whoa, whoa whoa I know I know bold predictions bold predictions but you know I bet you they can get that fourth pick in the draft next year maybe even third in the draft another quarterback yeah might as well just keep stacking them up who, who gives a crap just keep adding to that jersey that just they just keep adding on to it's one of my favorite memes that exists it's the one that starts with Tim Couch and then goes all the way to present day. Terrifying. Jesus, Tim Couch. Yeah, Tim Couch was, so the Browns, uh, quick history lesson for you. The Browns were a thing. Then they got bought and moved to Baltimore to become the Ravens. And then the Browns got a team back. Oh, I know the story. And like, oh, all right. I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew. I mean, you know, I know football's not necessarily your bag, baby. Um, so, but anyways, uh, yeah, Tim, Tim Couch was the, was the saving grace of the Cleveland Browns. And like 30 quarterbacks later... In that same time, the Packers have only had two. <laughs> so there's that. Well, we had the legend of Matt Flynn for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a thing that happened. There was also some time where uh, that other guy was in there and Seneca Wallace played as a Packer for like three or four snaps and then he got hurt. And, oh, Seneca yeah. Wallace, the ex-Brown. Like every other quarterback yeah, in the all, league. Yeah, I was going to say also an ex-Brown. Any really shitty quarterback definitely has gone through Cleveland. Johnny Manziel is a is a big part of that list. Robert Griffin now is on that list. What's his face wasn't that bad though. He, I think he went to Dallas. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I don't remember. Way more specific. Yeah. See, I don't think Derek Anderson. No, God, no. Derek Anderson was shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, to be a Cleveland Browns fan, I can't even imagine. Actually, I mean, someday the Packers will be like that because I, you don't get twenty years of good football and not have to pay the fiddler. At some point, so there's going to come a time in the near future where they're going to blow terrible ass. Well, as long as Ted Thompson's still around, I think they'll be okay. It's not like the Brewers. I mean, I don't know. You haven't been here this week. People mad. They mad at Ted. What happened to this show? Got all sportsy. Uh, anyways, people are they're mad at Ted. Thompson. Oh, because of the Josh Sitton thing. Yeah, they mad. Uh, <laughs> way mad. Speaking of people who are mad. Oh boy, Ben, this one's a fucking doozy. Headline reads, Thug punches five-day-old baby girl in the face, says, Sorry, I thought it was a doll. Um, 
A woman watched in horror as a sick thug ran up and punched her five-day-old baby in the face in a UK supermarket. Um, after punching the baby in the face, the gentleman retorted, Sorry, I thought it was a doll. Um, the woman was there with her seven-year-old daughter and the five-day-old child. Um, I mean, basically, I mean, basically, this is the story. Uh, the baby uh, currently weighs three kilograms. I don't know what the fuck that means. So let's just say seven pounds. I hear you looking it up, but you don't need to. The metric system is for the devil. Um, but so this, uh, you know, so this this sixty of and of the gentleman that they arrested in uh, charge of this is a sixty-three-year-old man. Jesus fucking Christ! That could be your grandchild. The fuck is wrong with you, dude? Lou, you weren't far off. It's actually six point six pounds. Oh goddamn! Maybe I know I know too much about the metric system. I must be disposed of. Well, now we have to kill you. So. Good. I'm grow tired of living. A world where people, 63-year-old men are punching infants? Even if you saw someone with a doll, why are you punching other people's property? You're a 63-year-old man, for fuck's sake. You have an AARP card. Well, do they have that in the UK? I, I don't know. I don't know. They probably have some equivalent, though. You have your tea and strumpets card. I don't fucking know. I just don't understand what good was going to come of this, even if it was a doll. Why you think yeah. it would be a good idea just to punch something just that's not yours and that somebody else is holding. Because if they move, you punch them in the face. Did he think it was a hidden camera show? Where it would be acceptable to punch the baby in the face? And I like that they keep describing him as, like, with all these fun adjectives, like uh, thug and hooligan. Things like that. It's a 63-year-old man. And exactly how did he run up and punch the baby? Because my dad is 64. I don't think that my dad could run up on a baby and punch a baby. Like, was he dared? Was his family threatened? What, what caused this? Mm. Great question. Compelling and rich. Now, fortunately, the child is okay. Um, she was discharged from the hospital not soon after that. But what... Why? Why does it have to come to this? Why do you have to go around punching things? Like, like you're 63. Shouldn't you be, like, watching cribbage? I mean, I don't know. What do English old men do? I'm not really sure. I mean, drink tea and crumpets. I don't know what they do. Take walks. Feed pigeons. Uh, t trim the hedges. Um... Go hunting with their faithful hunting dog, Rex. Um, not punching babies, at least not historically. Yeah, I don't recall that being a thing that people do. Um, like, even on those shows like Jackass or whatever, I don't even think they'd go to those lengths. The thing about those types of shows, though, is that those were all calculated jackasseries. Like, they all knew when the baby was fake and when the baby was... Like, they were in charge of the shenanery. This guy just assumed... Like, and who goes out in public and just assumes that every baby in a stroller is fake? I feel like that's a fair question to ask this guy. Why did you think that it was a fake baby? That's also fair. Um... Who, who, who takes one kid with and then just brings the fake baby? Because there is a... Um... There's a moral to this story, and it's, uh, it's fairly simple, folks. Just mind your own business. Don't go messing up people's property. Don't go punching their kids. 
Mind your own business. Clearly this man is not right in the head. I mean, that's fairly obvious. But I want to know exactly, like, how he said, Sorry, I just thought it was a doll. Like, how exactly do you just say that? Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I thought it was a doll. It doesn't sound like he even said it like that. It sounded like he, because, like, there's exclamation in his quote. And it just sounds it sounds like he just went, sorry, I thought it was a doll. And then walked away. At least he was 63. Imagine if he was, like, a 35-year-old who lifted weights. Yeah, this is also true. Yeah, that skull is awfully soft. He definitely would have killed that baby. So at least this was a, a fucking guy who, you know, has to get up six times a night to pee. And what's even more jarring is that there um, was a seven-year-old there as well, the older sister to this baby. So she had to witness that as well. And the mom said that everybody could hear the punch. So it's amazing that this baby is still alive because if, you know, a punch like, I mean, yeah, it's something like that. That was me just hitting my fist um, on my uh, palm. But if you hit somebody in the head, I mean, it doesn't make that audible of a sound, but... If you hit it, hit them so hard that a lot of people nearby can hear it, that's a huge punch right there, and it is amazing that this baby is alive. I just, I don't understand people, and... I just, I, I just don't understand what possesses a 63-year-old man to, to behave in such a way. I just don't understand it. It, like it defies it defies all sense of logic that a man of his age would behave in such a way. Well, Lou, if we want to talk about defying logic, let's move on to story number two. Beautiful. That's why they pay you the big bucks. But I still have yet to see. Well, <laughs> join the club. Still waiting on that podcasting check. Yeah, Yahoo. Yeah, where are you guys at? Headline reads: Deputies: colon. Man dies after jumping out of moving truck over argument about tattoo. So, Lou, let me ask you before mm-hmm. I start. Sure. This happened in the good old United States of America. Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a gander at which of the 50 oh. states it happened in? Boy, wouldn't I? Let's see. Just based. All right. Let's just let's just dissect the headline here. Uh, there was a man who died yes. doing something stupid involving a motor vehicle. And the causation of death was uh, the most frivolous of reasons. Florida. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, it all adds up. It always adds up. Get that man a bucket of KFC. Mm-hmm. Gross. An Ocala man was killed after he became angry and jumped out of a moving pickup truck during with a trip with co-workers just before midnight on Saturday. Uh, his body was found early Sunday morning. On the side of the road, after an extensive search of the area, three men who worked together in the county, uh, they went fishing that morning. Um, and I'm sorry, no, they didn't go fishing that morning. They, they drove here to go fishing and to get a group tattoo. While the two men in the group, their tattoos were finished, um, the man who ended up killing himself, his tattoo was taking longer because of the intricate design that he picked out. Uh, not wait, wanting to wait the additional three hours, the other two told the man that they were leaving and that he could go with them or stay behind to get his tattoo finished. So he was upset because they were leaving and he became increasingly angry during the drive back because I'm assuming his tattoo wasn't finished. And he just, he jumped out of the car and he just had enough. I mean, I don't advocate suicide at all, 
but this is definitely not a reason to kill yourself. Well, I mean, it's one less Floridian. So we got that going for us as a, like that's us, that's like a, a universal us, like as a as a collective. Like that's one less of those little shit suckers that we have to have around. I mean, I just feel like there would be I don't know if Alabama would be in charge of this or Georgia or whichever state is closest to them. There has to be like a rehabilitation place for Floridians. You send them there, they become natural citizens again, and then maybe they move out of Florida. We have to have some type of rehab program for people of Florida because this is unacceptable. Well, historically, this is something that they've tried before uh, a long time ago. The English used to take all of their criminals to Australia in hopes that they would uh, be left on a desert island and maybe they would reform their ways. Didn't go great. There was a revolution. Lots of people died. Is that true? Yeah, Australia. That's how they're a thing. Oh, well then. Didn't know that? No, I did not. Yeah, Australia, uh, pretty, anyone who's like a real, legit Australian is the, is the offspring of some sort of violent criminal that, that people in England didn't want there anymore. True story. So they sent them to a place where the wilderness just tries to kill them. Yeah. That is brutal. Florida. So we should take any normies left in Florida, try to get them out. Um, and then um, anyone, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to need rehab in Florida. Well, where do we send them? Well, we're going to send them to Florida in the hopes that Florida will infect them like it has infected every other inhabitant of Florida. And it will, the problem will just take care of itself, Ben. Ben, this is the wall around the one town that wanted the fire truck last week problem all over again. Eventually, Florida will just burn itself down. What if we just build the wall around Florida instead? Ben, we can't build walls around everything. That can't be, that can't be your answer to every problem. But Florida, though. Well, they've earned it. Yeah, I'm and saying they've earned the To, be, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, if we're going to do it in Mexico, we goddamn well better do it in Florida. I don't want those fuckers to come in here taking my jobs either. For building one over Mexico, we better build it over Florida because it's the same difference. I don't want to get a coworker who ends up killing himself because his cat, you know, ate the wrong cat food. Right. You know, people in Florida are at risk of losing their lives every day because the television didn't play the, the right part two of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> like, you know, that's something that none of us should have to be dealing with or worried about. Like, or how about this? How about a guy diving out of a moving car because he didn't like a fucking tattoo? And what if you're the car behind them and you run that guy over? Like, what if he's not dead and then you hitting him is what kills him? Now you've scarred somebody for life. You're dead. It's no good for anybody. But if the tire mark finished up his tattoo, though, then it was worth it? Mm, well, tattoos don't matter when you're dead. You're just going to get cremated or eaten by maggots anyways. This is also true, so I can't dispute this. Yeah, tattoos ain't going anywhere. So, I mean, if anything, it probably covered it up because it probably said something stupid like, I love Lucille Ball. And now it just says, I love Healy. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It doesn't matter. Dying over a tattoo is maybe one of the stupidest reasons to die. I'm trying to think of something that's like a, a stupider reason to die. Tattoo's a pretty stupid reason. I'm sure I could. If I really, if you really gave me time, I could think of stupider reasons to, to give your life for something. 
Uh, but Tattoo is definitely in that in that upper echelon. I'd have to agree. And a yeah. uh, sheriff's office helicopter actually found the man's body uh, early Sunday morning because there was a party that searched for the man, couldn't find him. So I just imagine being the guy that's like, oh, okay, um, I think this is him. I can totally identify him by the two-thirds finished tattoo. I mean... Yeah, I just... It's really dumb. I To be honest with you, too, you know, he probably thought it'd be really easy because in movies they make it look really simple. You know, they just dive out of cars. They dive out of cars all the time in movies and TV shows, and everybody comes out unscathed. He probably thought he'd be fine. But see, Lou, that's why they make the big bucks. Well, that's why they're, they also use stuntmen. You'll never see Tom Cruise actually diving out of the car. It's a stunt guy. Except for, you know, in The Crow, but... Well, ooh, too soon? It was 93. Uh, I don't think it's too soon. I don't think it's too soon. How do you even know that reference? It was the year you were born. It was the year after I was born. Oh, even better. So you were an infant. And you were like, oh, no, not... Brandon not Lee. Jason Lee. Brandon, Brandon Lee, Brandon whatever. Lee. Who cares? One of the Lees. Someone whose last name is Lee. Brandon, Jason, Philip, Alan, Roger, Dale, Craig, Stephen, Patrick, Cornelius... I would say Spike, but Spike's not related to them. Spike Lee? Uh, yeah, says you. If the Bible is to be believed, Ben, we're all related. Gross. You're welcome. I didn't write it. Don't blame me. I'm gonna blame you still. I don't know how you can. It's existed for two 2,000 years-ish. Probably more like 1,700, which is really more like 1,400, because of the 300 years that disappeared around... Eh, never mind. That's a good story, too. I'll tell you that sometime. I look forward to it. Yeah, I'll just tell you now. There was a king. Is, now, I don't know if this is... I, I mean, there are stories about this that are documented, but I don't know the reality of this. There was a king uh, of some country many, many, many thousand... Like a thousand years ago-ish. But actually, it was like... Uh, like seven... 700 or something like that? Like 750? And that king wanted to be the king in the year 1000. So, like, he had all of his scribes and everything, like, draw up all these documents, and apparently, like, he skipped, like, 270 years because he, he wanted to be king in the year 1000. So, anyways, there's your interesting, uh, weird, possible fact for today. So, it really might only be the year, like, 1784. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense, though, when you really think about it, because there would be such a small sphere of influence, like... The people who were actually keeping time was probably such a small group that at that point in history, it was probably entirely feasible for them to expand that. So he added 200 years so that he could be the king in 1000, in the year 1000. And uh, yeah, interesting stuff. There's so much we don't know. And yet, here we are. That was a compelling story, Lou. Yep. Was it also rich? No. Hmm. A rare miss. Speaking of a rare miss. Oh. Oh, man. See that? That's how come I make the big bucks, young man. Woo. This is a good one, too. Uh, headline reads, driver busted for using a frying pan as a steering wheel. Jesus fuckity Christ. <laughs> Police wondered what was cooking when they found a South Australian motorist allegedly using a metal frying pan 
as a steering wheel. Boy, we've had a lot of Australia stories lately. Yeah, we have. What's going on, Australia? Interesting. Yeah, starting to notice a little trend here. Uh, officers discovered the modification in central Adelaide, which I, I don't know where the hell that is. Um, when they spoke to the driver, uh, they found out that the car was uh, unregistered and uninsured. But then again, someone using a frying pan as a steering wheel shouldn't be expected to follow the same rules of the road as other people. They should only have to obey breakfast law. It's the best kind of law. Right. Or skillet law. Maybe like a stir-fry law. I mean, it's conventional. Unconventional, mm-hmm. actually, now I think about it. It's, uh, it's an interesting choice for a steering wheel, actually. But here's the thing. They did not say that it didn't work. Well, right. It's not, it's not so much that the steering wheel wasn't working as a proper turning device. Uh, it's just that you're not, you're not supposed to do that. Not or shouldn't? Uh, both. It can be both in this situation, I feel like. Uh, you shouldn't, and you, you, you probably shouldn't. Just, you know. So you're saying that the same thing I fry my bacon in, I shouldn't be using as a steering wheel? Um, more, I mean, yeah, more or less, that is exactly what I am saying today. To you now. But tomorrow could be a different story. Yeah, tomorrow I might feel differently about it. It's hard to say. I mean, it depends on how good the eggs and bacon are. You know? Plus this guy, he rode all over it, and... You know, it's just kind of a mess. Plus, the steering wheel's on the wrong damn side. Damn Australians with their English steering wheel system on the weird side of the car. I'm trying to read what it says, and I believe it says, Uncontrollable driven to love only beating heart. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I also, that's exactly how I read it too, and I'm not sure that I understand what that means. It looks like someone died. Like, he's got dates up at the top, and I see the RIP at the bottom. I thought the dates were, like, coordinates. Like, you know, you type in, like, longitude, latitude. 17, 7, 14, 14, 5. I don't think that those are... But I'll, at the same time, I don't think that they're, it's a date either. Well, yeah, it could be. That, could, that, would, that would be, what, July 17, 2014? Of 2014, yeah. But then the other part, I see a 14 again. And then it looks like a 5. So May 14th of insert year I here. Know. I don't know. He lost his friend. <laughs> Mr. Uncontrollable Driven to Love Only Beating Heart. Also known as Vegemite. Vegemite. Yuck. I've had that before. Have I told you this? Or was this or was that was was that somewhere else that I was talking about that recently? I don't remember a Vegemite story from you. It's well it's not even really a story. I've tried it before and it is disgusting. It's it's seriously some of the most disgusting stuff I've ever consumed in my life. It's imagine like if they made a vegetable toothpaste. But there's no minty flavor, just like a dirt flavor. How's that working for you? Pretty gross. Yeah, it is. It's and how I've described it is is how it tastes. And they, like, eat that shit on everything. Can't get enough. I like the one uh, tweet by the SA Police News, which I'm assuming is something in Australia. It's a little bit of a cheeky tweet, but uh, it reads, For those playing at home, 
this is not an approved steering wheel, shows a picture of the frying pan. And anybody who took that seriously, I uh, I question. I don't think anybody did, but if you did, you probably shouldn't be driving. If you're like, oh my god, like that's not a steering wheel? Are you kidding me? I thought it worked all the time. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine this guy had much of a defense. I mean, he, I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures, I suppose. He's the MacGyver of fixing cars. If you leave him some kitchen utensils, he'll rebuild your car. Is that how that works? I mean, maybe. I don't know. They, I don't know that they've checked out the rest of the car yet. He just got arrested the other day, so maybe they haven't taken down the rest of the car. Found the spatula, the egg beater, blender, coffee grinder. Couple forks. The rolling pin. Rolling pin. Bottle opener. Because how else are you going to jack up the car when you need to change the brakes or something? Exactly. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly uh, right? This is an excellent yep. story. Ugh. I hate you right now. I'm just sizzling on with these puns. Speaking of sizzling, let's get out of here. <laughs> Ah, these segues were good again. We're getting too good at these. Oh, boy. Now, this is an interesting story that that we'll have much to discuss. Um, Headline reads, and well, story of the week headline reads, Man goes temporarily deaf after eating, quote, world's spiciest noodle. Uh, A YouTube star making a video about the world's hottest noodle dish went temporarily deaf after trying the food. Ben Sumadiwiriya? Sumadiwiriya, something like that, right? Yes. Sumadiwiriya, who runs the Awesome Eats channel, claimed the dish known as mampus, or death noodles, uh, was the hottest available to buy commercially in the world. Um, The noodles used 100 bird's eye chilies and were sold in a back street restaurant in Jakarta, Indonesia, which for the record is where uh, a friend of the show Kimberly McFerrin now lives. Keep that in check. Um, During the video, uh, he's seen taking off his jacket after several mouthfuls of the dish. Um, He then has to leave his seat. He starts sweating, uh, consumes several ice cubes and cups of water, uh, and nothing seems to help. And all of a sudden, he starts shouting, I can't hear anything, man. I'm fucking deaf. I'm deaf. I can't hear shit. I can't hear anything. A lot of redundancy from this guy, Ben. Apparently when you go deaf, the first thing that happens is you say the same shit over and over again. What? What? Sorry, I've seen these noodles that were really hot. Yeah, good. Death noodles? By the way, uh, oh, I, I was just going to say, uh, they rated this on the Scoville scale for heat, which is, which is crazy, and it's, uh, it scores 20 million. I feel like that's good. It's funny because there's this channel I watch on YouTube called Hot Pepper Gaming. So shout out to them because they're really cool. Oh. Basically, they bring in like all these different people, uh, YouTube stars, voice actors, whoever, and they have them eat a pepper first. Um, And then they have to review a video game basically until they call uncle and they just can't do it anymore. Then they give them a glass of milk or whatever to uh, calm down. But I'm familiar with the Scoville rating because it always says how hot the peppers are. There is one guy who, and I think a few of them actually, have eaten a ghost pepper, which India actually uses 
in their fights against terrorism as for smoke grenades. And people eat these and then review video games. I don't know if this guy would do that because of the fact that he almost lost his hearing. But it's interesting yeah. and it's funny to me. It's just like... I've always found it interesting, like, what, like I know that there is a place somewhere where you can get buffalo wings where you have to sign a waiver before you eat them. And I'm like, why, why would you even want to do that? It can't taste good. It just tastes like singeing flesh without the fire, which is the coolest part. So your, 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 your ears stopped working, dude. That's why they don't call it happy noodles. Or alive noodles. Yeah, or you can hear everything after you eat them noodles. Well, no, that's just a ridiculous name. Well, so is Death Noodles. But it sounds cool. It sounds, it sounds like a metal band. It sounds, yes, that would be a much better name for a death band, a death metal band. But if somebody says, like, if you're looking at a menu and you see, and you see food and it has the word death in it, this is just good advice in general that I'm giving right now. Just don't fucking eat it. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Just don't eat it. Nothing good ever comes from someone eating something with death in the title. See, the most concerning thing to me about this story is the fact that we eat things. I don't eat things. Lou doesn't eat things like this. But people will eat things that can cause sensations to literally temporarily, I guess, damage vital parts of your body. Like... The fact that a pepper that is 20 million times, I guess, hotter than the most basic pepper on the Scoville rating can do this to you and you would eat it? Like, okay, first of all, my question is, you don't, need, you don't even have to know what the pepper does. You know the pepper is this hot. Why would you eat it? Second, second question is... How much were you paid to do this? Because I can't imagine you would do this for any amount of money. I wouldn't. You could pay me $10 billion. I still would not do this because Ooh. I'd probably no, die. Everybody has their price. Everybody has their price. Would I have to eat the whole thing? All of the noodles? Now, Lou, this is just being the giant cheese curd debate we had or cheese ball thing we had. No, no, no. This is, this is, this is different. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is different because the heat and my hearing will come back. As he confirmed, his hearing came back. The heat will go away. Eating that cheese curd. No, yeah. No, it's the same thing. I'm still not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad we talked this out, though. Yeah, I'm glad we talked this out, though. I wasn't sure in my brain. I needed to hear it out loud so that I could catch up. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. He said, quote, my lips were burning and I couldn't feel anything. I've eaten wasabi and plenty of other hot food, and I take that any day over those noodles. Yeah, I eat wasabi and I don't like spicy food, really. Wasabi's not that spicy. Neither is Tabasco sauce or, like, like those sorts of things aren't really that spicy. What you're talking about is something that, like, its only purpose is either f for weaponization, which we've already addressed... Or, by the way, it's the second week in a row we've had a goddamn uh, story of the week involving peppers. I know, right? What is with this? What the hell? What is going on? Everybody stop doing stupid shit with peppers, you dum-dums. You people just ruined our guest for next week, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I wish. <sighs> if only. I like the just the picture of him sweating profusely. He's also a classy guy because he has stars tattooed all over his shoulders. 
And of course, when I say classy, I mean the opposite of that. Not to mention, there are two greens and one red, so... Which is confusing and doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And one is bigger than the other. Actually, one looks like Patrick Starr from Spongebob. And the other two just look like, I don't know, shitty blue stars. Yeah, it's Patrick if he got a really bad sunburn. Yeah. I mean, in tattoo form, it's probably as close as you're going to get. You know what? Fair enough. I'm not going to argue that. And he's not wearing his shorts, so it's naked naked Patrick Star. Or do just like stars of different pastel colors. Greens and reds and pinks and... Maybe he's just got a whole constellation tattooed on him. Constellation of a dumbass. He's a giant pair of noodles in the back. Just coming down out of the bowl. Yeah, where is he eating this food, by the way? Is that like a meat processing plant? Who the fuck is he eating this food? It looks like a sweatshop. Yeah, where the fuck is he eating these, these noodles? Why are you eating them in the back of a warehouse? Who's making Nikes? <laughs> Who's making Nikes? Jesus. <laughs> what? Don't sit there and pretend like Nike doesn't hire ch- Chinese children to make their shoes. Well, I'm not, but... <laughs> um, it's, it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. I mean, for, and, all right, so now, okay, so now we've addressed just how stupid and weird this is. Now let's talk about just some b- basic science. Jesus Christ, that f- eating food can make me go deaf? Well, see, I think the misconception we're having right now is that, okay, yes, this is a very hot pepper by itself, but he had a hundred of them. Just in case you right. missed that before, it was a hundred of these that were put into a thing of noodles. One um, bird's eye chili pepper by itself is 100,000 to 225,000 on the Scoville scale, which is still very hot. But you multiply that by a hundred, the dude is probably lucky to be alive. I just, I just am puzzled by that. We should probably, uh, we should probably have them do research into that. Maybe it can also bring hearing back. Oh, it could have medicinal properties. I mean, maybe. I doubt it. It's just a pepper. What have peppers ever done for anybody? And I've been looking it up, and apparently it can be used to help clean wounds and fight the risk of infection. Holy shit. It's like a fucking antibiotic. So this dude's stomach, he's not going to have any problems for a while. I was going to say, he probably, he probably took the cleanest, healthiest poop of his entire life the next day. Like, it just fell out of his butthole. Like, I mean, that's just from probably one, but he had a hundred, so he probably won't have to shit for the next, like, rest of his life. Or he'll just take one glorious shit, like Randy Marsh on South Park, where he poops and just spirals upward like he's on a rotating chair. I don't know. It just seems like these, like, challenge things. Like, do you remember the the choking challenge? And then a bunch of kids died, and then there was, uh... Or the ch- is it, or, oh, no, that was the, cho- it was the choking game? No, I don't recall that one. You don't remember that? That was a that was the thing. I don't know. You might have been like four. I don't remember anymore. Um, you're a young person. I, I'm trying to remember when that was. Anyways, I just don't understand challenges that are just intended to cause you nothing but grief and heart. Like the or okay, how about the cinnamon challenge? I remember that. Yeah. Like, what was the benefit of that? No one. First of all, no one ever succeeded. Secondly, all it ever did was like cause you to get cinnamon in your lungs and then have pneumonia. 
Congratulations, you completed the cinnamon challenge. Here's six months of pneumonia, dumbass. The only challenge I've ever participated in was one my dad came up with, and that was trying to eat ten saltine crackers in one minute. Your dad didn't come up with that. That's an old one, and it's and it's old and it's fucking impossible. It, it, it's very impossible. Yeah, I think the most I got was six. Yeah, and I mean even that's impressive. I think I feel like five, like five and thirty seconds is also one where they're like, oh yeah, you can do. Can you do five and thirty seconds? And you're like, oh yeah, it's probably easy. It's fucking not easy. Because people think, oh, saltine crackers, not a big deal. No, no, it is a big deal. Yeah, it's uh, that's a challenge that just again, well, and again, like it. it all it does is just dry your mouth out so that then you accidentally aerate some cracker chips and now you got fucking pneumonia. Irresponsible parenting. I'm just kidding. I'm sure I did it with my parents too. Or we just did shots, which is probably better. I don't think that's how pneumonia works. Sure it is. Well, you, well, you aspirate, so you inhale the powder, the dust, and then what happens is, is it creates like bacteria in there and then you contract pneumonia or whooping cough or some sort of uh, chest disease. So what's happening to those kids doing the cinnamon challenge was they were they were inhaling into their lungs the the aerated cinnamon powder, and yeah, and then they were getting whooping cough or or pneumonia or stuff like that. Well, now we know not to do that. Yeah, probably not from saltine crackers. That would be pretty like you'd have to like be chewing them and like inhale like chunks of the crackers. But the cinnamon one that definitely was happening. I feel like somebody might have died from the cinnamon challenge even from that from the aspiration. Um, the aspiration. Mm-hmm. You mean asphyxiation? Uh, no, different. Aspiration is, again, that's like when you, you know when you, uh, quote, swallow down the wrong pipe? Yeah. That's called aspiration. What you're doing, what happened was is you got a little water in your lungs. I thought aspiration was like the drive to complete something. Uh, well, that's aspiring to do something, and that's also aspiration. Both. Both the same. And this is why English is probably the hardest language to learn. Mm-hmm. Too many words mean the same thing and also the different things and all of the other things and farts. To hear more of all of that. <laughs> to, hear, to hear all of the nonsense and then me say the word farts. Follow us on Twitter. And on iTunes. Do subscribe to us there. Because we are on there and it's amazing. Um, S- sort of. Sort of. Um, as Lou said, we are also on Twitter at The News Chew. We're also on Facebook, The News Chew with Ben and Lou. Check out our website, www.thenewstrue.com. And that is it for me this week. Lou, take us home. Spicy Boy Noodles.